On today's show, FCA's Uconnect faces a hack attack, the Dodge Viper makes the endangered species list, and a lot of action on the telematics front. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for July 22nd of 2015. And it sure is turning into a bad week for FCA. Yesterday, we reported that NHTSA is getting ready to slap the company with a big fat fine for dragging its heels on 23 recalls involving 11 million vehicles. And now the news is only getting worse. Sure looks like the Dodge Viper could be headed for extinction. A report from Auto Forecast Solutions, LLC, says production of the Viper will come to an end at the Connor Assembly Plant in Detroit in August of 2017. Sales of the current generation Viper never really got going, not even after Dodge cut the price by $15,000 last September. This year, Viper sales will come to about 700 cars. That's about half the selling rate as it was a decade ago. But poor sales are not the only issue. FCA has delayed many, if not most, of its future products as the company tries to slow down its cash burn. And it could well be that FCA simply does not want to spend the cash to develop a brand new Viper. And it looks like FCA is going to have to spend some of that cash coming up with better firewalls. Wired Magazine just published an article detailing how two hackers, Charlie Miller and Chris Valasek, were able to remotely control a Jeep Cherokee from 10 miles away. They got in through the Uconnect infotainment system's cellular connection. Then they hacked a chip in the head unit and rewrote the firmware to plant their code. That allowed them to control the air conditioning, the windshield wipers, the radio, and even disable the transmission and the brakes while the Cherokee was driving down a highway. The hackers say they can hack any Uconnect system with a cellular connection, and the two have been sharing their research with FCA, which just released a patch to fix the problem. The two hackers plan to provide more details at a hacker conference next month, but FCA is not too happy about it. And while they picked on FCA, other researchers have shown there are at least six ways to wirelessly hack into any modern car. Hey, we'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. And by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. A lot of action on the telematics front. Yesterday, we reported that German luxury makers, BMW, Mercedes, and Audi, are joining forces to acquire Nokia's map business. Nokia reportedly was looking for around $4 billion for that unit, but Reuters reports the automakers will actually get it for somewhere between $2.7 and $3.3 billion. And in related telematics news, German supplier Bosch is teaming up with TomTom to collaborate on maps for autonomous driving. TomTom will design the maps while Bosch will define the specifications that they have to meet. Bosch is currently working with TomTom Maps in autonomous cars that it's testing in Germany and in the United States. Two years ago at the Frankfurt Auto Show, Infiniti introduced a sleek compact concept crossover called the Q30. 
And now it's teasing the production version that will debut at the same show this September. We really like the styling direction that Infinity is taking ever since Alfonso Albaisa was put in charge of design. Infinity's designs have morphed from looking kinda quirky to very well proportioned. As you can see, the styling of the production version remains faithful to the concept. And as we keep pointing out, crossovers are the hottest segment in the global market. So for Infinity, the timing is perfect. Hey, do you like classic cars? Then have we got a great show for you this Thursday when our guest for After Hours will be Larry Moss, who runs the Concours d'Elegance of America. This is one of the preeminent car shows in the United States. And in addition to the brass cars and Depression-era coachworks cars and post-war cars, they always have something wild and crazy, like this Soviet-era Siberian ice skimmer they had a couple of years ago. So join Gary Vasilash and me for some of the best car talk in the business. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Why Sonata? Let's see. It has a turbocharged engine, a panoramic sunroof, 32 miles per gallon highway. Oh, I didn't, did I mention the turbo? You, you don't want to forget the turbo. It has turbo, the Sonata from Hyundai. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Lord Arkell of Manila watched Autoline After Hours with John Kelly from BMW talking all about the carbon fiber i3. And he has one comment put in the form of a question. BMW carbon fiber M cars? Boy, I like the way that you're thinking, Lord Arkell. Imagine pulling a thousand pounds out of an M car. Now that would give us a killer power to weight ratio. Vince33X heard our report that sales of diesel passenger cars in the American market are falling fast. He says, another reason for lackluster diesel sales is the fact that diesel fuel is far more expensive than gasoline. Why is that? Doesn't diesel cost less than gasoline to refine? Well, Vince, that's a very common misperception. Diesel does not cost less to refine. Every refinery produces a range of petroleum products and each refinery is designed to maximize one kind of product. In the United States, more than twice as much gasoline is produced than diesel. And that is the biggest cause of the price difference. We asked you to define what separates luxury brands from premium brands and got some pretty good feedback. Buzzard says, if you are just rebadging platforms, it is just premium. But if you are using different architecture and drive lines, then it's luxury. Todd T says, Perception is where it's at for luxury brands, but perception is hard to determine for an entire market. What's luxury to U.S. buyers may not be as much for other markets, and vice versa. Brett wants to know, how about the Hyundai Equus? I know the brand isn't luxury, but what about that model? And that's a great question, Brett. I would say the Equus is a luxury car, even though the Hyundai brand is not. And Rob saw our reports on wireless charging for electric cars. Just curious what happens when your cat decides to crawl under your cordless electric vehicle while it's charging. Well, Rob, I'm tempted to say, but no, since wireless chargers use a magnetic pulse, not electric arcs, your kitty cat should be able to curl up and take a nap on one of those wireless charging mats. Hey, thanks for all your letters and comments. We can't answer them all, but we sure do read them. 
Anyway, that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again here tomorrow.